0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. Some of the big names that travel up and down the highways, obviously Elvis and Johnny Cash, and you have Jirley Lewis, Carl Perkins. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Johnny Cash suggested that Carl write a song called Blue Suede Shoes. That was all kind of created with Aaron Amory. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app.
2: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood along with my traveling partner, Jay White. Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi is out today, but we're letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're getting all the details on the events happening during the Mississippi Capital City Pride Weekend in Jackson with Jason McCarty, Executive Director of Capital City Pride, before heading to Beaux Arts Gallery in Water Valley, Mississippi for Susie Altman's I'm still here documenting James Meredith Photography Exhibition um, with Susie Altman, Mary Lapids, I- exhibition co-curator, and Dr. Annette Tresver, Professor of English at the University of Mississippi. So let's hit the pavement and let me welcome my traveling partner, Jay White, to the show. Good morning, good morning Jay. How are you? I'm doing good. You're sounding energetic, well, today. I'm not gonna
1: try to match Camel's normal energy. <laughs> Although he <laughs> always does let me go through first. <laughs> Whenever you ask how we're doing, you ask, and he he's, he spins and turns to me as to, as to he's say, like, You go first. Yeah, sir. and then he hollers. So I don't want to upstage his interview. He
2: hollers something loud, too. Yes, he does.
1: <laughs> What's your weekend got up? What you what you got going? So it's it's an open book right now. I might get to do some stuff. What? I'm excited for it. Yeah, you. it's 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 not uh, all booked up with uh, being my kids' travel agency this weekend. I don't know how I <laughs> manage that. But uh, you're the Uber. Yeah, but uh, the the weather feels amazing outside. I know. Hopefully it. that holds up. I I'm know trying it. to like bust holes in the wall so we can have windows here at MPB. Okay. At least in the radio department. The other, okay. The other departments get to look at the sky and everything <laughs> see sunlight. <laughs> but, but not us. But uh, just trying to at least feel some of that fall air. But no, that's that's awesome. Hopefully, right. I can you know see something. Right, Maybe a right. high school football game tonight. Anything. or something like that? Anything?
2: Yeah, yeah it feels so good outside. It's,
1: it's it's what they call football weather.
2: Yeah, or now take that, a now shovel. Not the season's half over. Or take a shovel it's, and dig a hole weather because you won't sweat to death. Right, I know it.
1: It's mow the lawn weather. I know it. I it's, it's mow the lawn on purpose. Not at a necessity. This is weather. get
2: a new hobby: gardening. Weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's our it's our two and a half hours of fall here in Mississippi. So right. Get in while you can. Oh,
2: it's two weeks. Don't
1: say two and a half hours. Right, right. right
2: okay. <laughs> it's two weeks. But this weekend is a big weekend for me. I don't know if she's listening, but happy birthday to my mother. And we'll be celebrating literally all weekend long. I'm not going to give her age, but it's a really great big birthday for her. Okay. (laughs) So I'm excited for that. So happy birthday, Mama. Um, so we'll just get started, Jay. I'll just jump right into it. This is our first stop, Mississippi Capital City Pride weekend in Jackson. Um, and here to tell us more about it is Jason McCarty. He is the executive director of Capital City Pride. And I'd like to welcome him right now to Next Stop Mississippi. Welcome, Jason
0: How's it going? It's going
2: so good. It is so good to have you on Next Stop Mississippi um, in in full effect for Capital City Pride. So congratulations on everything that's going down this weekend.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, we literally I've, I've taken a break from all the setup to join you this morning and we are in full swing, and I heard your colleague say he didn't know what to do. Well, guess what? I have a full packed weekend there you go. <laughs> available that is free to the public that I want to invite everyone listening out to. Um, we're going to have an amazing weekend. Uh, we had a great first kickoff event last night at Millsaps. Tonight, we have our homecoming kickoff party at the Faulkner that starts at 6 p.m., and then we dive deep. Um, In this cold weather, thank you to the um, stars above that we're going to have the most (laughs) beautiful weather (laughs) for this weekend. Um, And we're going to start in the morning for our 5K Rainbow Run and Race. We have a few entries still available for that. If you go to our website, mscapitalcitypride.org, you can sign up for that. And then we are all-day pride starting tomorrow at 11 a.m. until 6 p.m., At the beautiful two Mississippi Museums lawn, Um, we're so grateful for that partnership and we're excited to be on that lawn and that safe space. Um, And then Sunday, I know this is what everyone's talking about, and I am so excited to welcome her. (laughs) uh, I I know you are too, Spren, to welcome um, Big Frida, everybody. yes. Big Frida will be in Jackson for free because of our amazing sponsorships that we've had this year at 5 p.m. on Sunday. Um, and so do not miss this event this weekend.
2: Yeah, make sure you don't. Let's back up a little bit, though, Jason. Sure. Talk about um, yesterday, uh, Sword Lives movie screening. That was what was happening. Give me a little bit of information about that.
0: The Sorted Lies is this iconic movie that came out 22 years ago. Um, and if we really think about it, before gay was really being talked about, right? right. Uh, so this movie is about a, um, a Southern family that their son came out as gay. And so it kind of resonates um, with me here in the South. But it was great. We had the director and the producers there and an actor here. Um, we did a film screening of that film last night at the movie, um, excuse me, at Millsap's um, and that was our kickoff to the event. That was, we let all of our VIPs be there with our host committee. And it was just kind of the um, the start of a four-day weekend that we're having together.
2: Right. That's good stuff. Now, how excited are you? And have you been going literally 90 to nothing planning this this year?
0: Let me tell you, this is our second time doing it. Um, we started as an organization, um, a little over three and a half years ago, but we had to stop everything due to COVID. And so I have to say, I have an amazing team that makes me look really good. But yes, we have been organizing and planning um, since October 3rd last year, when the last year's ended. You know, it's a, it's a big deal to be able to have the, um, the type of event that we have. Um, it's definitely the largest pride in Mississippi. Um, and according to Mississippi Magazine, one of the largest events in the state, um, and we're grateful for our um, relationships with the city of Jackson. Um, they are great partners to make sure that this is safe. And, yes, we've been playing this for 11 months. And so I feel like we're at the last inning, the last quarter. This is our Super Bowl, and I am ready for this weekend.
1: <laughs> but you heard, right, when he first came on, you heard a bunch of dings in the background, right? He's still getting those emails. I know, it is still I, current. still sending the I, email.
0: I, I, I text our team, I was like, please don't bother me. This. Uh, it's, look, it's vendors. We have fits coming. We have food trucks. We have porta potties. I mean, anyone that's listening that's ever did an event, you get it. It is a million moving parts um, in the last hour. But our team is ready. I tell everyone um, I can control everything but the weather and how many people show up. And right now, both of those look amazing. And I appreciate you guys helping us get those people to the table.
2: Definitely. And I'm I'm happy to help ha- help you do that. I want to get into you a little bit and then we'll come back to more of what's happening during Capital City Pride. But you as executive director for this event, what all does your role entail? And then two, you did say that this is y'all second year. What made you want to come on to an event like this?
0: You know, for me it's a it's a personal thing. I'm a proud out queer male from mississippi that happens to call jackson home and you know i grew up here i grew up um actually in pearl so all my pearl pirates listening we all (laughs) can't be pirates. i'm I'm happy (laughs) to be one um and then i left for new york for school and i got to have a fun life for 10 years and and some family moved me back here and when i came back here i realized that although jackson had gotten a little bit more progressive we had not gone as far as the life that I was used to in our in our more liberal cities, right? And and it's not about politics, it's about just the way of thinking, right? Right. And so I have friends all over the country that live in these bubbles, but then they come and they come and visit Jackson. And Jackson is an amazing city. We have some of the best restaurants in the country. We have some of the best people. And so for me, it was an easy decision to stay here. Network with people like the great work of my friends at the Human Rights Campaign and the SLU and some other people that have been doing this work before I got into this space, and we we created Capital City Pride. Actually, to be completely honest, just to, as a, a club to be able to throw events, drag brunches, and whatnot, just to start those safe spaces. And in the last three years, it has developed into a community that I'm very, very proud of. Every day I wake up wanting to create a Jackson that I did not have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's know, a beautiful and remember, thing. And I remember last year at the end of the event when I could barely move because, <laughs> uh, you know, it was the first year. <laughs> and you learn a lot about your first year. So this year I feel like I've gotten a lot of things different. Um, but, you know, I, I remember going home and I just sat on my bed and cried for a few hours, just thinking that that is what I needed growing up here. You know, I needed to see other out people that felt comfortable. I needed to see allies like you show up and tell me that I'm okay. Yeah. Right. I needed that. And so that is what we've created. And I want to make sure that we also know, because I know people listen to you guys, you know, being an ally doesn't cost a thing. Being an ally is showing up to an event that's already free to show queer people that they are okay. Mm -hmm. It's if you see someone that you think might be gay in the grocery store smiling at them, because there's a lot of internalized deep, deep stigma that happens. And so what we did was as an organization, we did a needs assessment last year. We found that, um, Parents of LGBTQ youth needed a support system. And so we created Safe Spaces as a support group. It runs for 10 weeks. We hire a licensed therapist. It's free to families. And that's what this pride pays for. So 100% of every penny that we make over the next three days from our merchandise sales and whatnot, mm-hmm. will go to pay these therapists to create safe spaces for parents. And then we're starting in November our first round of safe spaces for actually LGBTQ plus youth. And so we'll have two sessions from eight to 14 years old and then 15 to 19 years old. And then their parents running all at the same time, just to create these beautiful places where people can be people, where people can be heard and people could be understand. Cause at the end of the day, I really feel like we are an important fabric of this community and so I just want to make sure people are safe. You know, according to the Trevor Project, um, suicide rate amongst teenagers is very high already. but when it comes to LGBTQ youth, four out of five that attempt suicide succeed. And Mississippi is in the top five for that national ranking. And so it's important that allies like the both of you continue to share this message that queer teenagers matter. And that we are going to create safe spaces at Capital City Pride for them to come and be their most authentic self. And we're going to hire those therapists in case they need it for parents that can't afford it. And that's what we're going to keep doing. And so I'm proud of the work that Capital City Pride does.
2: Right. The give back. That's what I'm talking about, Jason. I mean, just not only to have fun and to celebrate and to have a... Uh, a, a venue for inclusion and a, a safe venue, but to also give back and turn back on the youth and help them on their walk and their journey. So that's a great thing, Jason. I just I just love that about it. Um, let's discuss the significance and the impact of the event. I see your mission, the vision, the values, and the goals, but what kind of impact do you hope that this event has over the years for the city of Jackson and for the state of Mississippi?
0: Well, I think first of all, economically, I mean, if you if you to call every hotel right now, there's not a room available. Um, we have been <laughs> doing that for the active, Um, and we bring a lot of economic. Now, that's one thing that you know people love to hear about. But in the greater aspect of it, I mean, don't we just need an event that just about love and inclusion? That's don't right. we need that right now? Right. Our world is scary. Um, I am sick of turning on the news about the things that I hear. And if if all places in the world, Jackson, Mississippi, for three days can put away all of our other nonsense and just be able to create a space where people can be people, that's what I'm hopeful for. But I also want to make sure that we know that this is a safe space. And so I want people to come and be their most authentic self. Girl, I got emails last year after it saying that that was the first Pride that they've ever been to. Mm -hmm. That gives me I'll say it again out loud, you know, again, I want to be the organization that does something. And when we say it, we do it and we mean it and we can change lives. It's lonely sometimes as a gay person, you know, unless you are one, you don't understand that. And if someone's listening today and they're lonely and they have thought about, you know, God forbid suicide or other things, please reach out to us on our social media. We want to connect you with people that love you and will care for you. I'm grateful for our relationship with our Christian community. The Episcopal church shows out and shows up and, you know, our city officials are great. Um, State officials have been helpful. You know, we, um, not to get political because we are a 501c3, but we do have some horrible laws that are directly affecting trans people that I'd like to start addressing. We have some of the worst laws in the country for people living with HIV Um, people living with HIV should not have a felony charge over them. And that could be a whole other subject that we, I'd love to come back and we could talk about, but, um, I'm hopeful to answer your question that for the next three days, whether you're gay, straight bi I don't care who you are. If you're a Mississippian um, or happen to be visiting and listening, I'd love for you to come to the two Mississippi museums for the next two days. Um, I have to believe that everyone listening to my voice today knows someone that's part of the fabric of our community. And so if you show up and whether you're there for um, a concert or whether you're there um, to meet a new friend or whether you're there just to check it out, come be your most authentic self. And I'm going to say it again. Big Frida is coming for free y'all. <laughs> I mean, all, I talked to her and her and her team earlier this week and I, you know, some celebrities you know you probably know have these crazy writers and she didn't have one and i said well is there anything i could do for you and she said baby just be yourself yes yes hear that just solidifies what we're doing as an organization. We just want you to be yourself. Now, I want you to be a nice version of yourself, but, but I just want you to be yourself and feel included. And and, and also, I'm going to throw it out because I'm, I'm on the radio live lot right now. If you got some money and you want to throw it, MSCapitalCityPride.org, I'm an executive director. My board of directors are going to hear me say that. You know, events cost money. Our support groups cost money. Um, So, if you are able and can, go right on over to our website. And also, we have an online auction on our website right now that has some amazing things from all of our merchants that have donated. Um, so that's another way as an ally can support. I know you like to eat, and we got lots of gift cards on there.
2: Yes, I do. I do, and in my big Frida voice, you already know. You already know. <laughs> I was. I'm yeah. just I, that that concert definitely. I'm excited about too. I don't. I know. I know you've been here before, but you know Frida has has come before to Jackson yeah. and has yeah. performed here in in the city. So just welcoming her back is a is a great thing and I'm glad about that. But let's get into some of these events now Jason. So free general admission um and thank you for that. <laughs> but yeah. you were you were talking about the rainbow run, of course it's starting at eight a.m. Um tomorrow. But let's talk about some of the other events that are coming up. Um, one you've got Rita Brent on on schedule, and you know that's a former that. host of Next Stop Mississippi. That's
0: right, Rita is. A, <laughs> I'm like Rita is blowing up. Rita's going on tour. When I reached out to her to see if she would do Pride, it was a. a it's not like she even thought about it. She said, yes, you know, and so we're grateful for our relationship with her. I think she is a, a proud um, out person herself. So it just makes sense that she um, celebrates with us. So she will be with us um, tomorrow at 3 PM um, free again, mm-hmm. you know, on the lawn. And that's, you know, while we're talking about it, we'll have tables and chairs, but so bring your, bring your picnic blanket, bring your own chair. It's going to be some beautiful weather tomorrow. Right. Um, And then we have all day, we had a singing competition at our friends at um, Vondra Guitars. If you see the schedule at noon, I don't want to leave those people out. They came and they sang their hearts out. And so um, the top five people got to come and they're going to be on this big stage and they're all local people. So they'll be at noon. Then we have some amazing bands on the calendar throughout the day. And then tomorrow night, I'm sure a lot of you listening have watched RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I know a lot of women on my team get their makeup tips from them. They are some fierce um, <laughs> individuals. But Roxy Andrews, um, I'm so grateful. You know, she lives in Orlando, and I talked to her team last night. It looks like her flight is going to get out tomorrow. Yay! Um, so that's still on standby, but as of right now, her flight is getting out of Florida, um, and we'll be praying for all the um, Floridians that have lost their lives um, during that. But she'll be with us tomorrow night um, to kick off the celebration on the primetime hour. Um, and all of our local entertainers that I don't know if you've ever seen our local girls, Jermaine, but they are just as good as these ones. That, they're just as good as the ones that get on the national television show. Um, and so they're going to be kicking her off tomorrow. Um, and we have about 65 vendors that are going to be there all day tomorrow. I want you to come hungry because we got plenty of food trucks and ice cream trucks and soda trucks and the whole nine yards. Um, and I'd be remiss to not mention that the National Age Memorial Bill is right Right,
2: That's what I was going to. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's why I like talking to you, Jace. <laughs> but, yeah, I wanted to go to that change the pattern.
0: Change the pattern. Let me tell you this. Has been one of the most unique experiences to work on this planning team. We've been working on that for about four months. They knew that Jackson was gonna be the first stop on their tour. Um, And I was grateful, you know, when we started collaboration, they were like, well, we wanna be part of Capital City Pride because it just makes sense. And so they have already installed a lot of the quilt. The quilt is about 55 miles long. Right. You know, that's, if you laid it out, all the tiles are 55 miles long. But what they realized, and I think this is important to mention, they realized that the majority of the quilt represented people that look like me, white, gay men. Mm -hmm. And so an intentional effort that on this tour to go into communities that are more black and brown. And so we are so humble that they are partnering with us. And so what we're doing is we're doing panel-making workshops every day for the next three days. And so families that have lost people that have been directly – impacted by people living with HIV or AIDS, they can actually come to the museum and create their own panel for their loved one. And so that panel will be forever sewn into the quilt that will last for eternally, you know. And so they um, were grateful for that. They have actually, with their sponsors, been able to um, rent out the entire two Mississippi museums for Friday, um, excuse me, Saturday and Sunday And so we already know the museum is free for Sunday for our visitors, but on Saturday, you can actually go into the civil rights museum for free as well. So not only is pride free outside, but it's also free inside. And so if you've never laid your eyes on the um, change, um, excuse me, the age memorial, Quilt, it is beautiful. And I also think it's important to keep this mentioning, the city of Jackson is number six for new HIV infections in the country. The state of Mississippi is in the top three. So that is something that is as a, sadly is a fabric of our footprint here. And so it's important to remember that. And so if you've, if you've never been tested, I encourage that. It's a simple test to do. Um, we'll have free HIV screenings um, all weekend at Capital City Pride. We'll have with our friends from the Mississippi Department um, of Health, and our friends at the Open Arms Healthcare Clinic will be there on Saturday and Sunday giving out monkeypox vaccines as well. So that is going to be happening as well. Um, and, so that, and then we get into Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, I can't wait for Sunday. Of course. We have, we have Silky Nutmeg Ganache, which is also a Mississippi girl that was on the um, RuPaul's Drag Race as well. That will start our event. Then we are doing a Pride March through downtown. And so if you'd like to be a part of that, be there at three o'clock and then I think we've said it and I've been on the media all week. <laughs> and I'll say it again. No. Yes. Frida might've came for other events in Jackson, but she's never done a pride event. Right. And so we are hopeful that she's coming at 5.00 PM. Um, I, you're my plus one. So I hope, you know, you're going to come and take a picture with me. Look at um, you. So. If that's the case, then I'm coming.
2: Jason, if I get a picture with know big Frida, I'm coming. <laughs>
0: you way know Know it. So I will be there. So also make sure your viewers know, and all this information is on our social medias, but we are doing security checks at the um, each gate to make sure people are safe. So we're asking, just like when you go to a football game, clear bags only will be allowed into the area. Um, our friends at Jeffcoat Fencing is putting up a beautiful fence all around the perimeter to make sure that we um, are included in this safe space. Um, and so do expect... Um, to be checked, and no outside um, food or alcohol, please into the space.
2: Okay, okay, that sounds great. So let's talk about the partners, the volunteers, the sponsors, um, the 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 board members. How important are all of these people when planning an event like this um, yearly?
0: It's impossible without them. All I right. mean, to think about our how many allies that we've had come to the table. Um, You know, through our partners, again, with the city of Jackson and Visit Jackson and and all of our community. Uh, I think every nonprofit that is listed in Jackson will be on those grounds. I mean, it's it's amazing the partnerships that we have, Um, our relationships that we've had since day one are all coming. I mean, are you saying that I can call out these sponsors' names? I don't want to get in trouble. No, already. no, you're fine. I just okay. wanted to know how much
2: they, they, <laughs> they put in uh, on I, an
0: event like I, this. You know, I know I'm like the back of my hand, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I mean, if I could say it, just say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jason, Um, you're so silly. I just didn't know what the rules of the radio were. But (laughs) our our community organizations like the ACLU of Mississippi and the Human Rights Campaign and Good Samaritan and Grace House and Immigrant Alliance and, I mean, on and on and on have always come to the table for us. Um, We have national partners like the Southern AIDS Coalition and AIDS United uh, and I'm just going to say it because you know what? They wrote a big check. Thank you, Walgreens. And let me tell you, (laughs) Walgreens is bringing in 16,000 bottles of water today. Good stuff. To be dropped off. You know, because I I didn't want to sell water because of what we're going through in Jackson. And so they're bringing so much water that when you leave pride, I want you to take a pack with you. You know, that's <laughs> the water they're bringing, you know. And so um, I'm grateful for them. And so, yep, I said it. Thank you, Walgreens. Have a good <laughs> year, man. Jason, I
2: love it. Okay, so if we're, we're coming down to the end of it. Where can everybody go to get more information about Mississippi Capital Pride?
0: I appreciate you asking. So city Pride.org. That's capital with an A, just to th- throw that out there. Now, all of our VIP tickets are sold out, so thank you if you've already got those. We do, you can still buy um, last-minute meet-and-greet tickets. So if you'd like to meet Rita Brandt, you can buy a ticket. If you'd like to meet Roxy Andrews, you can buy a ticket. If you'd like to meet Sophie Nut Mekinosh, you can buy a ticket. And if you want to meet Big Frida, because you already know, you can buy a <laughs> That's on our website. Um, also the silent auctions on our website and there is a donation button if you'd like to, I just can't get over sponsors this year. I mean, to be able to have an event that's completely free, um, humbles me and I'm grateful. Um, if you're not on that sponsor poster and you want to be, go ahead and email me, Jason at mscapitalcityprod.org and we'll get you signed up for next year. Cause we have, um, Pride for Us is the first October weekend. Every year, so we already got it locked in the books next year, and we'll just be doing it again. And I'll start. I'll take a couple of weeks off, and then we'll start planning again. So MSCapitalCityPride.org. Thank good you so stuff. so much.
2: good stuff, Jason. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: For- Real quick, whoever negotiated this weather, that <laughs> person, them, that I person know. needs a raise and three <laughs> sets of water when they leave.
0: For them, <laughs> yes. Let me tell you, our our meteorologist partners at all of our news stations, they were um, in on it. And- <laughs> And I should also, thanks for saying that. Our, our local media, has, like yourself and others, are so gracious and generous with their time. So thank y'all. But yes, I'm grateful for the weather. Last year we had a little rain, but this year it's looking real good. And I'm going to see all of you at Capital City Pride 2022, Coming Home with Pride, October First and second to Mississippi Museum. Don't miss it, y'all. Make
2: sure you don't. Jason, thank
0: you so much. But
2: remember, if you'd like to view events happening around the state, visit our Mississippi events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the community tab. With us now is photographer Susie Altman, uh, co-curator Mary Lepides. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Y'all just get me together when it when it comes down to it. Um, and Professor Dr. Annette Tresver for Beaux Arts Galleries. I I'm still here documenting James Meredith's photography exhibition in celebration of his 60th year um, anniversary of being admitted to Old Miss, um, to the University of Mississippi, Old Miss. And so, I'd like to welcome them all here to Next Stop Mississippi. Welcome, Susie. Welcome, Mary, and welcome, Annette. Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you, thank you so much, Jermaine, for having us this morning. It's thank so you, good. Germaine, so it... much for having us. It's an honor to
2: be here. So good to have you all on. Um, I want to go ahead and just start with Susie, the actual photographer of this event. Hi. Thank you so much for putting all this work together, and I just want to know about your passion for for documenting all of this when it relates to James Meredith. It's James Meredith's 60th
4: anniversary. Thank you. And can you hear me? uh, We can. Can you all hear me? Yes. Somebody nod. Thank you. Technical issues. Thank you for having us this morning. I'll be quick. My passion began 20 years ago when the New York Times called and hired me to photograph the desegregation of the University of Mississippi. I didn't know what they were talking about nor who he was. I'm no longer embarrassed to say that. Uh, they didn't mention his name. Bill Miner was my neighbor, and I ran across the street and asked Mr. Miner, what's all Miss <laughs> and what's the segregation of it? And I moved from New York City to Mississippi 20 years ago, and I grew up in a small Jewish community, and my civil rights education was limited. He threw a book at me. I couldn't read it in 90 minutes, ran back across the street and called my wife's aunt, and she gave me the backstory. Mr. Meredith lives in Jackson. Call him. So I called. He answered the phone. Long story short, my first photo of Mr. Meredith ended up on the front page of The New York Times. It had his phone, It had his phone number on it. It ran around the world, he likes to say, from Meridian to Bangladesh to Azerbaijan. And that phone number was real and people called. And it's been 40 years and his 40 years had been interesting, to say the least, since he desegregated Ole Miss. And people called. They thought he had, de- he had died. They didn't know. And he was invited to race symposiums in Brazil and all over the place. And he went. Um, and since then, it inspired me to learn about a history that I would never taught. And he has, I would call the unofficial Meredith reading list of about 200 books that I've read all about civil rights, teachers, rebellion, desegregation, him and more. And it's my passion to continue to learn about him and to help tell his last mission, which is to inspire people in Mississippi to not just do good and know the 10 commandments and the golden rule, but to actually practice that. And he says, if we can get folks in Mississippi to not just know the difference between right and wrong, but practice it, hell, no one wants to be worse than Mississippi. They'll do it everywhere. So that's, that's how it all began. And these photos that, Annette and Mary were so gracious to help curate and get in the gallery. We're part of a book I'm working on that is going to be released next year that Alam and Dave Tell, and Ralph Eubanks have graciously contributed essays to. And uh, I'm Still Here comes from every time you ask James how he's doing, he's like, I'm still here. I got work to do. (laughs) Thank you for having me on today.
2: I love it, Susie. Before you go, though, tell me a little bit about your, your activism work that you do as
4: well? I kind of fell into that backwards by being a witness to history. Right. I never really thought of myself as an artist or an activist until someone told me I was. Um, the new Miss Brand, I guess, I guess you'll say, say that is activism. I wouldn't think of it as that, but I didn't start it. It started years ago with a number of Black students on campus who made the merchandise, and a friend of James gave him a hat about five years ago, and so, Mr. Meredith, the day you stepped onto campus in 1962, on October 1st, Old Miss ceased to exist. It became New Miss, and I'm embarrassed to see you advertise for that. And handed him this red hat that said New Miss. Nobody cared. He roared around town for a long time. And then COVID came and, and missed him, and we had a picnic in the park, and I was reading Aramcozodians down on the crossroads about Mr. Meredith's walk in real time about the 1966 walk against fear. And George Floyd had just been murdered a week before. And these kids came marching into the park, no justice, no peace. And their mom had said, Mr. Meredith, told, told them all about James. And one of the young boys said, Mr. Meredith, Mr. Meredith, you were shot. Show me where. And he sat and talked to those children for three hours. And when he got to that party he rolled up his sleeve and he showed Caleb the pellets under his arm. He was wearing his new Miss hat. It took a picture of him and it went viral. I've never had that happen. The photos in the exhibit in the gallery in Beaux Arts in Water Valley. He was wearing the new Miss hat. It was before the flag was to come down, and people started inquire. So, long, long story short, I made them for Mister Meredith. He gets one hundred percent of the proceeds go to support him and his museum, and he will own the name and the brand for in perpetuity. And the new Miss represents to us all the changes in the state—a new, more equitable, just place to lay down roots and start a family. Right. And thank you again for asking the question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I saw it. I saw it. And I was like, I got to ask her about it. Um, and thank you so much again for putting this, this, uh, the photos together for this exhibition. I want to turn it now to uh, Miss Mary. Mary, please pronounce your last name for me, please. Hey, it's the it's- it's
5: Lapidus
2: Mary Lapidus, Lapidus. Lapidus. so miss Mary Lapidus um she is the co-curator of this exhibition Mary talk to me a little bit about um how uh, how impactful this event is on the city of Water Valley one and then two on just the whole the whole anniversary of his 60th um um enrollment at Old Miss
5: well, I would have to say that um, the opening um, happened during the Water Valley um, Art Crawl, which is an annual event, which Annette could probably speak more to, but we, we, timing is everything in life. So it was time for Susie's works to be shown. It was time. Um, I've been looking at this archive for seven years. I've known Susie for seven years. I've been speaking to Annette about it for at least two to three years before the pandemic. And it it was just a matter of timing. How could we show Susie's work and just let the work speak for itself? Susie has so much to say and so much to give as a photographer, as an activist, as an example in our state, um, you know, for really what is good. And um, Annette and I really felt very strongly that this work needed to be seen during the 60th. And... We thought, you know, I especially thought Water Valley and Beaux Arts Gallery was going to be the best backdrop. It's just outside of Oxford. It's a little bit on the fringe, and um, you know, I, I had good inside information that um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Meredith uh, would be would come and be a part of the celebration. And I think it was very moving for them to be there. Um, And I think this was a very important moment for the town. Um, I think that it was, you know, it solidified a lot of things. Um, We had really frank discussions. Um, We, The night in the gallery, Mr. and Mrs. Meredith sat down into comfortable chairs and the town came around them and kids came and took their pictures and people got autographs. And he listened and had conversations with anyone and everyone who wanted to talk to him. And people told them what's wrong in Mississippi, what's right, what's not working, what doesn't work in their town. And so this was something that I know is very dear to Mr. Meredith is having, having real conversations with real people. (laughs) He doesn't want to be an icon. He is a man who is very deeply concerned about his fellow Mississippians and his citizens. He is number one, a citizen. So I would say that's a long way of saying this show and his visit in particular and Susie's visit into Water Valley and bringing this show there has had a great impact on the town. And we also know that um, the school system we've been approached by them and we wanted them to, have access to the show. So we hope that, you know, all the school children in um, in Water Valley will get to see the show as well as others. Right. Thank you for asking the question.
2: Right. No, I love it. Um, I want to turn the attention over to Dr. Annette Tresfer. It's hard,
3: Treff, sir. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's that Z, it's that Z that gets you right there. It's yeah. the Z in there. But I'd love to turn the attention over to you now. I want to know, um, as professor, what your role in, in this um, exhibition was
3: and how important it is to you. <laughs> well, I tell people I have a daytime existence in an English department at the University of Mississippi. I'm professor of English there, and I have a nighttime existence as somebody who loves art, who is really committed to community art, and who's had this venue, Beaux Arts Gallery, for 12 years. I co-own it with my husband, Mickey Howley, and we're trying to bring interesting shows to the community to Water Valley, and then, of of course, also to the Oxford community. So I was very excited when I heard that the Office of Inclusion and Diversity at the University of Mississippi uh, reached out to also community organizers and and communities around the university to um, participate in the celebration of uh, 60 years of integration uh, this year. And um, so it all, as Mary said and as Susie said, it sort of all came together. We thought we're going to do this show at Beaux Arts Gallery, and um, show sixty photographs, wonderful documentary photographs, uh, for sixty years of integration, and um, and so yes, so so we came together sort of that way. And my role is really as a facilitator, as an educator, um, I'm clearly an educator, nighttime and daytime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and anyway so so we're we we could not be prouder to have this show and to offer it to the public and to anybody who's interested um please come on by and see it it tells the story of Mr. Meredith's um recent activities um and uh sort of um uh documents yeah his continuing interest in in uh, civil rights uh, issues and sites
2: Right, good stuff, Uh, Susie. I want to go back to you. Out of the sixty photographs, now, which one was your favorite?
4: (laughs) That's a hard question to ask. Obviously, I'd have to say the one where it began—the New York Times on the front page. I'm pretty partial to that. But uh, last year we went on a 59th anniversary tour for desegregation, and we that kicked it off in Tupelo, and of course we had to go to the capital of the South in Memphis. And because he was never a guest at the Peabody when he kicked off his march because blacks weren't allowed to be guests right. for then I decided that we'd get a suite and he would be duck master. <laughs> so the picture <laughs> of James being duck master at the Peabody was pretty stellar because he didn't understand what it was. And they are like, we only have the exit available. I'm like, well, we'll do. He's not a taking the ducks out kind of a man. He's a bringing them in kind of a man. And we'll stay and do it in the morning. And... We had all the Memphis press there. The gentleman who was the official duck master was this gentleman named Kenyon. And he's so regal in his red suit. He knew all about chains. Right. And he's that lobby of 300 people or more all about Mr. Meredith's history and how they kicked off his marching walk against fear from the Peabody hotel and what an honor it was to have him in their lobby and to be the duck master and then took him upstairs to get the ducks and bring them down and, Mr. Meredith is such a cute man with such a great sense of humor. He was so enthralled by seeing the little ducks. He'd never seen it, He'd been a part of it, and have all the little kids line the carpet. It was just such a lovely moment to be a part of. And he it was just it was one of my favorites. Good stuff. I like the kids showing Caleb the bullet holes um, when we went to Brian's Grocery, and he had saw that for the first time. He'd never been to The park where Stokely Carmichael called out for Black Fair because he was shot in the butt, so he missed that. Excuse my French. So we him to Broad Street Park one day and walked around that neighborhood with them. That was rather powerful, also. There were awesome. Almost too many. To
2: I know it. I'm I'm counting them. Yeah. I think that was ten right there, Susie. No. <laughs> 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 Mary, I want to turn it back over to you. Um, sure. So you know, if Susie takes one picture a year, by the time the seventieth
5: comes up, we'll already be ready. <laughs> oh, about. She has many thousands in her archives, so I it was not, it. Easy, it was not an easy uh, choice, but there were so, so many Mary good ones that, I'm sorry. Um, I believe it.
2: I believe it. Mary, if you could, can you tell our listeners a little bit more information about where they can go, um, to get more information about this and how long this exhibition is going to be held and like dates, times, kind of that info.
3: Yeah, thank you. Um, the The exhibition is was extended, actually. It is going to be up until October 29th. People can come and see it on Friday afternoons from 1 to 5 and on Saturdays from 10 to 2. And, of course, we'll be very happy um, to have special showings. You can also uh, dial uh, 662-229-7602 for special appointments. We'll be up anytime if you bring uh, your group uh, to the show and have a guided tour, please contact Mozart's Gallery either through Facebook or um, by dialing this number that I um, that I just mentioned.
2: Right, right. Well, thank you so much to all three of you all. Congratulations on the exhibition. Um, thank you to Miss Mary. Thank you to Annette. Thank you to Susie. And of course, if you needed more information, make sure you reach out that way. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood. Uh, Flood. I don't know who I am anymore. Along with traveling partner,
1: Flog. <laughs>
2: Flog. Jay White, I know Jay's hey, you name. you said
1: you said some of them names last segment, like I do when I when I get stuck naming parishes in Louisiana, doing the weather here. I can't. You know, when we get a we get a storm that'll you know cross over a state line. You know, we got listeners from we have listeners from other states. So if it's a bordering county in uh, right. other states, Arkansas, Tennessee, right, uh, Alabama.
3: It's a and hard. parishes
1: in Louisiana. We'll go ahead and say those if it's kind of stuck to our, the periphery of our listening audience. And so, yeah, I'll bust out a rapid ease parish or something like that. Rapid and, ease. Yeah.
2: That is funny. That sounds yeah. like a, a laxative. I just it does,
1: doesn't it? Now. But it's the best.
2: It sounds like it. Get would you would some be the rapid best. ease quickly. You want to feel
1: better? Rapid Quick. ease. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I probably I've,
1: trademarked from somebody.
2: I can't even say my own last name, no, but they were a great. I, I really do appreciate our guest um for coming on and helping me get their last names together. There you go. <laughs> a couple of things happening around your neck of the woods. Let me get these out. Quitman County marks mules in Blues Fest that is centered on the 1968 historical event of the Mule Train which kicked off the Poor People's Campaign to Washington, D.C. It's linked to the established Delta Blues and the Mississippi Freedom Trails. Um, This festival showcases the North Delta region's historical treasures, artistic talents, music, art, literature, and other Southern-style culinary skills. That's going to be happening in Marks, Mississippi starting today, Friday, September 30th, right around now um, through Saturday, October the 1st at 10 p.m. So make sure you get out to that. September Taste of Vicksburg is coming to Vicksburg, Mississippi. This is going to be at the Vicksburg Convention Center. You can learn all about the beautiful and unique architecture Vicksburg has to offer. Um, And there are so many architectural works throughout the community, like their beloved City Hall, which is a work of James Riley Gordon. Lunch will be delicious and the topic will be interesting. Again, that is going to be September Taste of Vicksburg at the Vicksburg. Convention Center. And then Butterflies in the Past Monarch Festival that will be happening if you love butterflies, Saturday, October 1st, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. in Past Christiane. Um, more information about this event, they're asking you to bring lawn chairs, butterfly costumes are encouraged. They're just going to be out there enjoying them. Um, for information about any of this, make sure you visit our um, MPB online page, and then you click the community events for Miss community tab for Mississippi events to get more information about that. Um, And, but that's it. We've come to the end of another great trip, Jay. That's it. We want to thank you for traveling with thank us.
1: Thank you for saying that. All right. I thought I was to start that music like <laughs> talking to Java.
2: I know it. <laughs> Today's guests Jason McCarty, Susie Altman, Mary Lapides, and Dr. Annette Tresver. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at npbonline.org and click the community tab for those events. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to our calendar or email it to events at npbonline.org. Next stop, Mississippi, is a production. Production of MPB okay. Think Radio. For Jay White, Kamel King, and I'm Jermaine Flood. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop, Mississippi.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit MPBOnline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.